usually I play some music in the background, but today I've just been presenting all day, so I'm musicked out, but you know, get some energy in. And I totally have my yoga pants on because I had to go get in a workout. <laughs> hello, hello. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for being here. This is Manal for Real Talk with Manal Live right now happening. And I'm so very excited because this one is a special one. Um, to my dear heart, because I get to work with these wonderful, amazing, fabulous, intelligent, smart, beautiful ladies, um, and they're all marketing managers. So this is a conversation that I'm bringing with you because the number one question I get from clients is, why can't somebody else just do all my marketing for me, you know, as an external company? And I always tell them that the results that you want to see, the results that you really want to come to your practice only happen when you have somebody inside your practice who's working with external companies, who's coming up with campaigns, because nobody, not even myself, nobody knows your practice culture as good as they do. And they are the ones who are coming in and doing this. So I get to work with Mr. Bellies. I see that you guys are already watching. We have 10 people watching already. If you are watching, tell us who you are in the comments. Make sure you say hello so I know. Hi, oh, Dr. Salfa's here already, Molly. He is here and he is watching. Uh, so if you guys are watching, please come on in, uh, put in a comment who you are, tell us hello, where you're watching from, and let's get this conversation going because we're going to discuss some interesting stuff on how marketing managers help career practice. So why don't we go ahead and we'll start with Jennifer. Jennifer, tell us a little bit about how you got into the marketing role at your practice. So I've been at my practice for a year and a half and I walked in at a kind of chaotic time, the office suffered a flood. Um, so we were working in a mobile dental unit in the parking lot. Um, so by the time we got back in the office, everything was new. My doctor approached me and said, hey, do you have any interest in doing marketing? And I said, yes. And I was signed up with Manal, luckily, because I would have been lost without her. But, um, but yeah, I've been doing it for almost a year now. So, and Jennifer, you are also a dental hygienist. That's right. Yeah. Right. And so, you've been practicing hygiene for how long? Seven years. Seven years. So this is a brand new role for you coming into brand new. Yeah. marketing and creating. And you're also kind of working on a rebranding for the practice. It's that was not the just first marketing. thing I did. Yes. And you, know, and, and you I did, did incredible. I mean, she yeah. did everything from getting the new logo, the new color schemes, like she became a branding manager. Like she literally came up with their new brand, which is so fabulous and so beautiful. Like if you look at the photos of this practice and their branding, you just want to go there. Like, there was, like every time we share a photo or something about that practice, people are like, this is so beautiful. We just kind of need to go there, you know? All right, Molly, tell us a little bit about you. Tell us how you got into your marketing manager position at your practice. Yes, so I graduated as a media and communications major. And I started off with an internship at just a digital marketing firm and they hired me part-time and then I was looking to work full-time. So I was applying to different positions. I know I wanted to be like heavy on the social media side and Dr. Silfa reached out to me and I had my interview and from then it was history and yeah, I'm really enjoying it. And I can't see myself going back from regular marketing, like to digital, I mean, dentistry, but yeah, I feel like I'm hooked. So. And, and Molly with you, it's a multi-location practice. So you have yeah. to kind of manage uh, two different pages because it's two different locations, right? Similar yeah. names, but different branding and stuff. So 
you're yeah. managing marketing for two different locations and you're kind of hands-on. Um, you're doing the photos, you're doing the videos, you're doing the social media, you're doing the campaigns, you're doing all of that and working directly with the doctors um, as well. So, you know, she's, that's her job. Like she's not doing anything else except being the marketing manager um, for her practice. And Tanya, my dear, tell us a little about you and how do you, I know how much you loved coming into marketing. <laughs> for the practice. <laughs> well, yeah, it was a it was a hard sell at first, but um, our doctor bought an already established practice and was looking to grow. Um, so we wound up signing up with Smile Potential and they introduced us to Manal and that's kind of how we all got started. <laughs> Well, and Tanya is the OM, so she's the OM for this uh, this practice, and they are also opening a second location right now. So while she is managing opening a second location, first of all, while she's managing opening during COVID, and handling the current practice, plus working on the second location, and she's doing the marketing. And you guys want to know the best part about this? Their new patient numbers have doubled the entire year yes. while all of this is going on and they continue to grow consistently month after month after month. Um, you know, so I wanted to present all of you today inside this group. I know all of you are here today and I'm bringing these wonderful, wonderful people here today because the questions that I usually get and the, and the things that I usually hear from you guys, but yes, but I already do this job or yes, you know what? I want to, but I don't know if I can. So I'm giving you here that we have somebody who has a front desk Tanya, who also manages the practice. We also have Jennifer, who's a clinical care provider and a dental hygienist. And we also have Molly, who is a flat on marketing manager, no other job. And this is the conversations that we kind of want to have today. So in your, in the comments below, start asking your questions that you have for marketing managers. And I will go ahead and start doing a round table. So the first question, Molly, I'll direct this to you. Sure. Um, what has been the most, what has been the, let's just get the bad stuff out of the way. What has been the hardest part of you trying to manage the marketing inside the practice? So the hardest part for me, I would say, um, would probably to be on like a, a consistent content calendar posting. And I feel like even like saying it, it seems more simple than it actually is, but just kind of laying out and it's not just laying out like a week at a time. I think like laying out two weeks at a time. And that's like one of my personal goals right now. I'm going to start, I'm going to start every Friday trying to lay out a content calendar for the next two weeks. And maybe it's not every day at first, but if it's every other day, and then if I have the time to fill in days, if I'm in the office, I could take pictures while I'm there. But I would say that's the most challenging thing right now. Um, I think it probably also has to do with like person by person how you are, but I don't know. Like I like to like take, be in the office, take the picture and post it right away. You know, like I, I like to just like get it out rather than plan it. But um, that would be the most challenging thing right and now. And you are also creating a really, really great video. So it's not just you putting things together where it's simply like, let's just take a fun doctor photo. Like you have done banner videos and you're doing patient videos and you're doing campaigns, right? So your content, um, your content is always evolving yeah. as to kind of what's going on with the new technology and stuff. I love it. Jennifer, what about you? What has been the hardest part for you in trying to manage the marketing? I think being a hygienist first, um, defining the roles, because you are doing two separate jobs 
and that needs to be acknowledged. And you and your doctor have to have amazing communication in order to really achieve that. Um, so I've probably spent a year doing that and, and we're still not quite there. We've made great improvements, the rebranding, um, We've been getting a ton of new patients because of the New York City influx post-COVID. So we're rocking and rolling too. And it's, you just got to keep up. You know, and with Jennifer, they, like she said, her, um, she's merging kind of, you know, or not even merging, but she's kind of slowly evolving from just doing clinical to doing this marketing. And you're wearing that marketing hat now slowly. Right. Um, and I know science and psychology. And now there's <laughs> a whole new world. So, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I think one of the things that I kind of want to let you guys know, if you are clinical, because remember, I'm a hygienist too. For me, it was opposite of what Jennifer went through. Jennifer was a hygienist first, and then she became a marketing um, you know, manager. For me, I started with marketing right during college. Like I started with marketing and then I went to dental hygiene. So it was easier for me to kind of merge both together. But for Jennifer, she has to transition. Uh, but I love the fact that you said you need to just have very clear communication and kind okay. of be able to separate, okay, this is my marketing time. This is my hygiene time. Because otherwise, if you don't have enough time, so this is for all the, the doctors who are watching right now. And I, and I know that quite a few of you are watching. If you are looking at team members who already have existing positions inside your practice and you want them to do more stuff for you, like marketing. And I can tell you that marketing is, there's a lot. I mean, all of these three wonderful people have worked with me and they can tell you that there are calls where I'm stopping. I'm like, are you okay? Are you sure you're not overwhelmed, right? Like, can we continue or should we, you know, because it's a lot. And if you don't give them the time to do that job, they are not going to be able to do it correctly. Um, and that's important for all the doctors who are watching because it's just like creating a different position and you have to take it in that way. You have to accept that and you have to give that respect. Um, and that's the only way to do it. And that's what I did where I had my hygiene days and I had my marketing days. So I wasn't in between patients trying to take a photo, you know, like it doesn't happen. So that was it. And then Tanya, what about you? What has been the hardest part for you? Right now it's, um, it's keeping, keeping the, practice that we're in running while trying to open a new one and create content and, 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 and. <laughs> so it's a lot of overwhelm. It's a lot of overwhelm. And right, right? now, yeah. Yeah, that, was, was, that would be it. But what would you say, like, so current, without the current situation, like before, what would you say was kind of hard when you were very much, you know, kind of doing all these marketing campaigns we had chatted about? Um, probably, probably mostly content. Finding content is hard, especially if, you know, you have team members that don't want to participate or, um, I, I'm really lucky. I have a doctor who's a really good sport. So he's all about, you know, sending me personal photos and of his family and sharing stories. So, um, all in all there, I got lucky, but Again, finding, you know, patients that want to participate or team members that want to participate is not exactly the easiest thing to do all the time. And do you, do you, Tanya and Jennifer, or Tanya, so Molly and Jennifer, do you find that too? It's harder sometimes to get the team and the patients on board for photos and the doctors? Definitely. And I know, like, I feel like it's breaking the comfort zone too. Like for me, initially, when I first started, it was kind of awkward for me to be like, Hey, like, could you come like pose for a picture, you know, but 
once you built the relationships, it's a little bit easier, but it's definitely a challenge. And, you know, I think a, a part of this also comes down to um, content creation is very overwhelming. It's been overwhelming and it's something that, and like you said, people are different. You need to, some people like schedules, some people like to just share right away. Um, and, you know, so the something that I do with my own team is, so I, I, I coach marketing and I coach social media, but I have my own social media manager. Cause can you guys imagine me doing this all day and then also trying to post content? Like, I don't think you guys will see a happy Manal coming online, um, <laughs> <laughs> but the way I kind of do it uh, with her. And again, my team is virtual, so they're all over. And this is, you know, for anybody who's a coach, consultant, and speaker, if you are trying to do this, you definitely want to have somebody who's going to help you with your marketing. And the way you want to, the way we structure it is we are very specific. So I am a planner. So I actually built out my calendar um, and we know what's going on. So I share my schedule with my team and they know what's happening when I'm speaking, when I'm doing this, when I'm doing that, they know that. And then I use my, you know, five ways to connect and strategy and all of that content development stuff. And then when we create it, we have the entire month done. So for us, the entire month of October is already done. Um, and that means that I have a to-do list. And in my to-do list, I, my team members are allowed to harass me about it. So if I'm preaching it, I have to practice it. It's as simple as that, right? If I'm telling you girls to do it, so I have to do it too. So there is a, I use Trello, which all of three of you are familiar with, because that's what I, work with you guys on Trello. So my team also uses Trello and I literally have alerts for the content that, that they expect from me, whether that's me doing a stupid TikTok dance or whether that's me sharing content, like creating something or whether that's me sharing a story, whatever it is, whatever stuff they need from me is, a, is what I get. That's the first thing. And then the second thing is if you, you are feeling content overwhelmed, uh, a great way to do it is to have whatever content you have and then repurpose it. So even as simple as, and this is like cheating, but it works, even as simple as you just going like three years down, like just look at the stuff you were sharing three years ago and do like an entire month campaign of throwback photos, right? And like every Thursday you're doing a throwback photo of something or the other, or like you can easily create it, or you can even pick like right now that's dental hygiene month, it's breast cancer awareness month. Um, it's also orthodontic month. It's also Halloween. Uh, there's a lot going on in October right now. So October is easy, but you can even ask your docs and your team members and be like, Hey, do you have like a really fun photo of you for Halloween? And then use that and keep it in your archive. Like just create a folder and be like content and just throw all this stuff. Like I have a folder from my phone. All my photos go directly to Dropbox for my team and they have different uh, folders in it. So they can just go and pick on it. Oh, today I want to share a photo of Manal in St. Thomas. So they'll just go to my St. Thomas photos and grab one. Or today I want to share this. So um, create those folders and that's kind of easy too. And I see that we actually have multiple people here who are saying, oh, Amy, Amy here is here. Um, uh, oh, Anna, you said, what was it that I said? It's Trello. Uh, Trello is a free online platform by Google and it's incredible and it's amazing. And it kind of works uh, almost like a Pinterest board, but you have a board and then you can put your to-do list, your tasks, you can move things around, it's free. So try it, just go to Trello.com, use your Gmail address to log in. Um, it's free and it's try. So Amy is joining us here today and Amy says she's also a marketing manager inside her practice. We also have a few other people who are also marketing managers inside our practice. All right, so all the marketing managers who are watching, put down your biggest struggle as well. So we can go ahead and, uh, and take, you know, 
answer those questions for you. So this one, I'll go to Jennifer first. Jennifer, what do you absolutely love about being the marketing manager? What is like, what is your, um, what is it that you get to do for the practice that you think that you can help them grow? I get to bring the philosophy to life. Um, my practice is fun, but it's it's more of like boutique dentistry. Um, so we're creating an experience as much as we're keeping up with the standard of care. Um, so I want that message to, to be as elegant as the office is, to be as evidence-based as possible. And I feel like I can I can represent the amazing place I work in on these virtual platforms. It can it can be done. So do you think a uh, do you think an external company can achieve that for you? No, no, they would have to know the culture. It's, and it, it has to be done in house, right? Yeah, like I walked into my platforms with um, an outside resource doing it, and it was just stock photos and make sure you're flossing and getting no engagement. So, yeah. And now, and now you, you're getting very good engagement on average. Like every time I go into your page and every time I see what you're sharing and your engagement is pretty high up there. It's very easy when people love your practice to share that because then the love keeps flowing in, right? So, um, but when you love practice and it's a stock photo of the same family flossing their teeth, it just, just makes me want to punch my computer uh, when I when I see that it's it's a real truth. It just makes me do that. Molly, what about you? What is something uh, you know? What do you think that you bring as a marketing manager for the practice? So I would say similarly to Jennifer, just like showcasing the culture. You know, I like to have people look at our Instagram or our Facebook and be able to get a feel for who they're going to talk to, what kind of experience they're going to have before they even walk into the office. So it's that, and it's also like also like showing us off, you know, like we're doing so much. I think um, since I've joined in January, we've advanced just digitally with, now we're doing digital smile design and it's it's exciting, you know, like, and I feel like our posts excite people, you know, and all of that, so. Well, and your posts are very modern, like you understand the, the practice culture. So Molly, like I said, she worked for a multi-location practice and one of them is has a very modern feel to it. Um, very clean, very modern, very sleek kind of a practice. And her videos kind of show that too, because she creates them based on that on patient experience um, compared to just, again, yet another stock photo. And this is really, so everybody who's watching this and everybody who wants to become the go-to practice in your area, I can tell you that it's nothing to do with how you floss your teeth. As a hygienist, it hurts me to say that, but it's so true. <laughs> it has nothing to do with it. It has everything to do with creating stuff and showing content. And like Molly said, showing off that culture. You know, I was watching um, Gary Vee, which I'm sure you girls may know about Gary Vee. And um, I was watching him, one of his videos, and he said something that was so powerful. And his video, he said that, you know, people are always going to be like content, content, content. How do I create it? But what if you just start documenting your content? So for example, if your practice culture is so amazing, just start documenting it. Just start sharing those experiences, right? And it's so true. If we start documenting our content, um, then people get to know how wonderful you guys are. And that's really what social media is. It's just a tool. All of your marketing, your website, your social media, your magazine, all of it are just tools to show off how good you are. So that kind of works as well. So Tanya, tell us about you. Tell us something that you bring to the practice that nobody else can. I already know it, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> what do I bring to the, the practice that nobody else Everything? can? Everything. Um, 
Um, well, I happened into a practice that had been established for 20 years. So when I went in there, everything was still on paper. Um, so I kind of had to usher us into a digital age. Um, and we had a similar situation where we had a third party that was doing our marketing and, you know, we had ads in magazines that weren't doing anything and an Instagram account that had three followers and, and just taking it to the next level took a lot of, it took a lot of hard work and a, a lot of phone calls with Manal. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, the thing that is interesting here is right. Like, so there is a difference. Um, you know, I get to work with so many incredible marketing managers because like I said, I don't work with clients unless they have a marketing person inside their practice. I don't work with you. So I get all my clients are marketing managers. There is a very big difference with me just saying stuff and teaching to the implementation part. And that's the key that I think that so much, you know, all three of you have in here and putting things together or or learning things quickly. Like, you know, for Jennifer, your just your ability to learn has been so quick. You know, I remember our first time we did the newsletter to like the content you are producing right now. Like it's beautiful. It's no, but it is, it's beautiful, it's brilliant. And like every time I talk to Molly, there's like she's doing another campaign that she because you're such a self-motivator and a self-achiever that you just kind of get it, get it done. And with Tanya, you are a workhorse woman. I don't know how I don't know how you get any time for yourself while you're doing all of this um, happening, right? And you are still running it. And then every time I talk to you, it's like, no, we reached our new patient goal. Yeah, we we're we're over it. Yeah, we already reached it. We're we're above our new patient goal. We're we are already above it. We're already above it. You know. And every time we talk, that happens, right? So this is a really important skill for all the doctors who are watching right now. And I know that you are you're asking this question is. Yes, you want to find team members who can help you with marketing. Knowledge is important. Clearly, if they know more about it, it's easier for them to get. You know, earlier Jennifer joked with me and said, I think I was, I got marketing because I'm a millennial. Um, you know, <laughs> knowledge is important, but knowledge is not something that is really hard to find. Mm, you know, you have people like me, you have many different ways that you can get the knowledge. It's the implementation part and is the self-motivation part to actually grow and to do it and to enjoy the work that you're doing. Um, and that's the kind of person that you want to bring to your practice in, in that regard. That's the kind of person that you want to hire as a marketing manager or give that position to somebody if they want to do it. That's a question you, you need to ask. Do you want to do this? Do you feel like you will enjoy doing this? Because if they don't, then no matter how much knowledge is out there, it's not going to convert as well. So that's that's the one thing that you know kind of is coming in here. And okay, so we have some questions coming in. And uh, right, so people are saying that some of the doctors are really hard to participate. They are not participating with them, and uh, that's something of a struggle. Now, you know, I know that few of you all. I mean, here's here's the thing with having doctors. Depending on how big uh, your your locations are, like I, again. If I'm, and I work with clients who have 40 locations. Now, if you have 40 locations to get a doctor with each of those locations, uh, a nightmare. So if you have 40 locations, you need at least 15 marketing managers. So that's your, uh, that's your ratio. So if you have 40 locations, you need 15 marketing managers. Now, if that's the case, and you're trying to get those photos into the doctors, 
add it to their schedule. Hmm. Just add it to their schedule. The way, and it doesn't even, and don't try to make it perfect. Don't try to make it the best photo. Just get a photo. So just like I said, you know, with my team, we have a list of items they need from me. And it's on my schedule. Like every morning, I know what is the item that they expect from me. Manal, you know, you have to do the Instagram story. Today. Or Manal, you need to send me a photo of that speech. Or Manal, you have to do this. Whatever it is, it's in my schedule. And sometimes it's not beautiful. And sometimes it's not perfect. Like the other day, I shared an Insta story of my behind the scenes, which is of my desk. That photo is just a photo of my desk. There is no hoopla's in it. There is no perfection in it. It was an afternoon and said, crap, I have to send my Insta story. And the next thing I knew, I'm just taking a photo of my desk and I just posted it on Insta. And I said, do you have three screens? And then Molly clearly replied to it. But, uh, <laughs> but right, so we put it up there, but make it a part of their to-do list. Make it a part of their, you have to get this done. That's the first thing. And they just have to do it. And the second thing is, if they are having an issue, if they don't want to participate, participate, if they don't want to be a part of this marketing, well, you can't help them then, because if they are the leaders and if they are the business owners and if they are the face of the company, you can't replace that. So a part of them have to understand that the job that you are doing is limited because their part is not coming through you know so in that same way that's again an honest conversation you kind of need to have and say if i need five photos from you for the entire 30 days i just need five photos from you how can i get those five photos can you text it to me can you email it to me can you do it at work can you send it to me from home how can i get those five photos and if i can get those five photos then great but understand that if i don't get those five photos there's only so much content that i can share that doesn't have your face on it because you are the practice owner you are the doctor so people come to see you so if i don't put you up there it's not going to help us you know so so have that and here's another pro tip and this is for the office my doctors close your ears this is a <laughs> this is a pro tip look at your competition in your area, I'm sure there is one or two practices that are killing it. Their content is amazing and they're looking so good. And like, you know, the doctor's watching them because he wants to be as good at them or better, right? Just, you know, casually send it to him one day in his email with the links and be like, check these guys out. They're our competition. I'm trying to beat them. And can you help me with that? Put some, put some rage in there, you know, put some competitive, in there just put some i've done that many times when i'll have i'll have a hard time with some doctors and i'll just be like well this is your competition so either you're on board or you let them be better than you so what do you want and they kind of get on board with that as well so that's something that that has worked uh that has worked really well as well all right so the other question that i kind of get all the time with with this is with molly i know this is kind of easier for you but perhaps you can also answer this is how do you make sure um, that the doctors know the work you're doing? Like, how do you communicate with them so they know what you're doing? Um, so for me, if I know if we speak about something um, like a new idea or a new project, I'll try to either, if it's, if it's me working on something with the, someone on the back end of our website, I'll make sure that when I speak to that, someone, that person, I do like a recap email or whatnot. Um, even with you, Manal, if we talk about something important, it might not be an email, but maybe the next time I see them, I'll touch base with them 
let them know what we spoke about, what we'll be working on moving forward and all of that. Just like, I feel like constantly keeping them updated helps you not have to, you know, at the end of the month have to send, oh, I did this, 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 you know, just the constant communication I feel like is important. And you also use Monday, correct? You use Monday, the app? I don't use Monday. Oh, I thought you were using an app to track. I don't believe so, no. No? Okay, so there are apps, guys, that you can use, like Trello, like I said, is a simple app that you can get for free. And uh, when you get that app for free, like Trello, you can just go in, you can create your boards and the doctors have access to it too. And then you can have a to-do list, what you're doing, all the campaigns, and they can easily look at it, everything that's happening. So that's a great way uh, to do that. Tanya, how about you? How are you communicating, uh, you know, as to what's happening and what you're doing? With Dr. DiCarlo? Mm -hmm. um, we actually have a really open line of communication. Um, we're constantly throwing ideas at each other. Sometimes good, sometimes not great, but you know, it's, it's really easy when you have, when the doctor that you're working for is really open to whatever is gonna work. Um, so, you know, I'll ask him for photos and he'll provide them or we'll do videos together and he's, fine with that um we came up with actually the peloton was his idea <laughs> the peloton was his idea but but th this is how great this this doctor is okay so my crazy idea that tanya fully supported thank you tanya for doing that was i wanted a literally a life-size cardboard cutout of him on his peloton at home uh, like a photo of it and you wanted a life-size cutout so a huge cutout of him on his peloton right because it's visual marketing you want to let the world know that there is this peloton raffle going away and he did it and now oh. there's this huge cutout in your literally in your waiting room and then here's yep. the fun part tanya dresses his cardboard cutout so like she would putting scarves and stuff during the fall season starting she would put like something you know orange or like have him have a little pumpkin spice like when it's you know right like pumpkin season or but it's so funny because there are so many people who just take random photos with it that you get they like send you oh, 100%. Photos. it's like you are at madame Tussauds or something like it's a statue of him or something they take photos of it and share it <laughs> right now he's wearing his dental health center mask <laughs> <laughs> Great one. I'm so glad that happened. So now he's wearing a mask. You see, so it's a lot easier when uh, when you do, do communicate. And I see we have Dr. Salfa is actually chiming in with a lot of the stuff. He says WhatsApp is a great way to keep communication with the teams on. Um, and he also says that I would recommend to block out time in the schedule to brainstorm and implement ideas. Absolutely. We have to do that. And then Jennifer, what about you? What are some ways that you are communicating with the doctor as well as what's going on? I tend to BCC him a lot on things. Um, I just, I feel like too much information from my doctor glazes him over. So if you give him just the cliff notes of something, that'll go a lot further. Um, but I'm given a lot of trust. He definitely em empowers me and says, hey, you're doing great. Keep doing what you're doing. So that's how, that's how we do it. Well, so, so it's so amazing because it's all three different ways, right? And this is what I kind of want people, there is no one right way. Like, you know, usually people want a concrete, but every practice is different. Every culture is different. Like some of the people who are commenting, like I said, they can't even get a doctor to take a photo. 
So clearly that's a very different one than Tanya's dog, who's right there with a life-size cardboard cutout of him riding his peloton. Uh, you know, compared to Molly, who's constantly talking with the doctors and coming up, you know, with ideas, or Jennifer, who's the doctor trusts so much that, hey, we are doing this, and he's like, great, let's do it. Um, you know, kind of thing. So there is a different thing, but there is one commonality between all these three practices. Can anyone guess what that commonality is? All of our wonderful viewers who are watching, there is one common factor between all these practices. Can you guys guess what it is? I know I see the comments coming in, but uh, but let me know if you guys can guess. Can you three guess what that commonality is? I think so. All right, Jennifer, what is it? The standard of care is the high. Of care. I love it. I like that. The standard of care is high. That's wonderful. <laughs> Dr. Selfa says, Manal. Yes, yes, I have a commonality between this, but that's not, that's not what we're talking about. Uh, Molly, what do you think? I would say it seems like we all enjoy doing it. Like I, I have fun doing it. I absolutely love that. And then Tanya, what about you? What would you say? Oh, I would say that um, it's about putting in the work. So all of us have just generally committed ourselves to doing what we what needs to get done as far as the marketing goes and running with what we can to bring patients in in our general area. I think that's actually a really, really important one because it's uh, all of you are on the East Coast right now and it's 10 p.m. They're on a Wednesday night. And you all worked all day today at your practices. And I know that you also have families and you are online at 10 p.m. at night sharing with me your marketing manager tips and experiences at 10 p.m. at night on a weeknight when there's work tomorrow morning. And that's kind of the commonalities that you guys have. It's that what Tanya said, she hit it on the nail, is getting it out there and putting the work and the information, but being excited about it, being engaged about it, willing to share about it. Like when I reached out to all three of you within 24 hours, you're like, yeah, we'll, we'll come share. It's a, we'll, we'll do this. And none, of, and none of you have done this before. This is your first time, right? That you are like on a live show right now and you're sharing it. So this is the kind of stuff because, and the reason I'm asking is because somebody said, how do I get myself a Molly, Jennifer, or Tanya? <laughs> well, you know, again, people who are watching it, Tanya and Jennifer were already working at the practice and then they were given more opportunity to do the marketing. Molly was hired specifically for marketing. So there are different positions, there are different ways to get people on board to do what you're doing, either it's hiring somebody in or it's seeing somebody inside the practice who has a passion for it and to share that. So that's what, you know, that's the important part about it on how you're going to share it and how we are going to communicate about it. And uh, yeah, we have people saying that, you know, they're so engaged, the doctor is on board, mm -hmm. uh, everybody's excited about sharing their vision. Yes, everybody has to be excited about sharing their vision. Now, the last question that I'm going to ask you, because I know it's late for you ladies and you have to go to work tomorrow too, because I don't want the doctors messaging me saying, what happened last night, Manal? Did you guys have a really good party or something? They're all showing up late today. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, the last question I really want to do is, this is, and you can be honest about this, because um, we do have, like I said, many marketing managers who are watching this right now. What is your piece of advice to them? Like, what is something that you would like to tell them from your experience that they absolutely need to know about? That's something that's going to help them in their careers. 
I would probably say like time management and kind of like if if you feel like you're stuck in, on an idea and like you just can't get it out, maybe just leave it and move on from it. You know, don't don't get so stuck on something that's just not going to work. You know, um, I personally I've worked on just getting more and more content out there. So time management, planning, and you know, keep moving forward. Don't get stuck on something if it's not working. Leave it behind because social media just keeps rolling. You know, so. Or if, if you post something and it doesn't work out well, don't harp on that either because everything refreshes like in 24 hours anyways. So I love that time management and kind of try. And then the good thing about time management, what Molly just described is also just trying it. Yeah. Don't stop yourself from trying something new and then don't um, always evaluate and see how things are going so you can always change and adapt and do better. But don't get stuck on this one idea because I can tell you that one idea that has worked really good for one of your practices did not work for one of your other practices. Definitely. So, you know, there is no universal marketing and that's true. There is none. It's very specific to your business, your culture, your practice, your patients, your ideal new patients. Um, it's very specific. So I love, I love, love that tip. Uh, what about you, Tanya? What, do you, what is one piece of advice that you'd like to give to all the marketing managers here? So it might sound a little corny, but my advice would totally be to keep a positive attitude, keep a positive attitude about everything. Um, because even if you don't think it will fly or that it's going to work, sometimes those little things just put you up over the top and you have to wonder why. But if you keep, like, like Molly said, keep moving forward, it tends to work out in the end. I love that. And again, like you said, be positive about it. Not everything's going to work and you're not expected to have everything work. You're expected to, I just shared a quote yesterday. Again, it was an Insta story. See how many Insta stories I'm sharing lately, guys? You see this? I'm on board. I'm on board with Insta stories. So I shared a quote that said, it was on Monday, I shared the story and it pretty much said that I have um, stop being a perfectionist and I'm now good enoughist. <laughs> I saw that. I really like that. And I said, this is my Monday today. I'm not going to be a perfectionist. I'm going to be good enough and I'm going to continue to move on because, you know, I, it's just one of those things. So I love, love that. And Jennifer, what about you? What is a piece of advice that you would like? Know your purpose. So you know your brand and you correctly develop that because if you don't have direction, it, you you're gonna get disorganized really yeah. i love that yeah i love that so when you say know your purpose like know as to what your job is why you're doing this right yes totally as an individual and knowing your team knowing your office philosophy that's all so important and be prepared for the growth because if your media person is doing what they need to do your leads will convert you know, because Jennifer is like, we are so busy. It will happen. <laughs> you know, and this is something really good that I kind of want to touch base on because we haven't talked about it is um, people always talk about, you know, branding, you know, and for people, there are multiple levels of branding, right? So the initial definition when you're like, what is branding? People say it's your logo and it's your brand colors. And, and clearly that's branding. A lot of that is branding. But what's more than that is branding is just how you make people feel. And that's how you kind of need to consistently share. So if you're ever thinking about, I don't know what to share, 
They share about how you make people feel. And I share this story all the time. Where, you know, my family in St. Thomas has jewelry stores. And they are uh, they have three jewelry stores in St. Thomas. And there are 109 other jewelry stores, right? But they have three. And um, they are on Amazon. They're on eBay. They are on Walmart. They're on Etsy. They are anywhere. They have e-commerce. And just this week, they launched Facebook shops. So now they're on Facebook selling jewelry too. And you know what their business is called? Golden Star. Sounds like a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> and they sell diamonds and gold. <laughs> and that's how they do the business. So, you know, it's so important for us to, to have that logo. That's the first part. The first part is we lay the foundation. We get our colors, we get our logo, we get a clear idea of how clean our designs are or are they, you know, homey or are they modern or you know what is that we are trying to portray but then the second part and the more important part is how do you make people feel and if you start sharing how do you make people feel like that content that you're always struggling with if you start sharing those reviews if you start sharing those befores and afters if you just just start sharing your patient journeys and your client journeys then it it your marketing is always going to work there is nothing in the world, no Google logarithm or Facebook changes or Instagram or TikTok is going to matter to you because people love you and they can't, you can't take that away, right? So in a way, kind of share that, uh, share that as well. Wonderful. So we are still getting some viewers here coming in. Oh, they are saying this was really helpful. Thank you for sharing everybody. Oh, we are so glad that you guys all enjoyed it. Um, any last words, ladies, before I do a closing statement from anybody? Was this easy to do tonight? Yeah, easier than yeah. I expected. <laughs> <laughs> There's a first for everything, right? There's a first for everything. Wonderful. Anything, any of the tips or things that you guys want to share? Nope. We're good. We're awesome. <laughs> All right. So everybody who's watching the marketing managers who are watching, I'm so glad you joined us. And remember that this is, this could be done. This could, this, is, this could be done, as you're seeing, we have successful office managers who are marketing managers, hygienists who are marketing managers, and then literally marketing managers who are marketing managers. So there is no one you know, size fits kind of deal. This is all specific to you. Feel free to reach out if you have any questions, we're all here to answer them for you. And the one thing that I'll tell you, all the doctors here is that 100%, 100%, of the growth that I have seen in businesses. So this is not just dental practices, healthcare practice, but client consultants, coaches, all of you guys, everybody that we have seen so far. The growth that I have seen happen when you have somebody inside the practice doing this is exponential than somebody else doing it. And that's simply because of the fact that somebody else does not know your practice, does not know your culture, does not know you, does not know Mrs. Smith, who comes in every Wednesday and brings you cookies, they don't know that. Um, and that's the important thing that you need to share. So I, I highly, highly recommend that you start with somebody inside your practice, find somebody, give them a couple of hours a week, just have them, just allow them to go with it and see how it works out. Because you know what, there are always going to be experts and companies out there. And there are certain things that you want experts and companies to handle, like Google AdWords and SEO and website building and all of that yes give that out <laughs> give that out if your internal marketing manager does not want to do that that's fine because that's a full-time job but things like your practice culture creating campaigns doing team empowerment things um you know sharing photos and videos of your patients getting reviews getting community marketing internal marketing all of that could be handled inside the practice 
And um, do you ladies agree? Do you think that that's what you have seen yourself just working through all of this? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Mm -hmm. So everybody who's watching this, thank you so much for joining me and you ladies. Thank you so much. Everybody's saying that they're inspired. They are making calendar and they're doing startup posts and they think this is so important. Uh, we have 44 comments, ladies, in 45 minutes. So a, a comment a minute is coming in. That's how much you guys are loved. Thank you so much for coming on today for me. I know it's late for you, ladies. And uh, everybody in the Facebook world, I'll see you later. Bye.